That doesn't, that's what doesn't make sense to me. You're gonna make up your mind now. I just, I just think it's a little dumb. It pisses me off that he does that. No, 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 this is different. It's definitely different. Really on my nerves right now. You're listening to the Loose Change Podcast with your hosts, Nick Waglia and Jared Scali. Couch Guy Sports Loose Change Podcast, episode number 58. If you're watching the live stream right now, I'm not on camera. None of my cameras are working on my laptop. No, and no, I, it's I have rattled. The past 30 minutes for me has been incredibly tough. So we got me on the show tonight. We got producer Pet, obviously. We got Jared. We also have, you know, your regular reader of Couch Guy Sports. Every Friday you see our boy Kevin producing the hottest baseball takes there are. And then... <laughs> <laughs> And tonight we got a special guest on, our second reoccurring guest. I think, what was it, two weeks ago we had Philly Perry from NBC Sports Boston. Uh, this week we have, it was all the way back, episode 25, last time we had him on, Tom Giles, NBC Sports Boston. Tom, thank you so much for coming on tonight, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good night to do it. You know, he's got the Celtics wrapping it up, moving on to face the Cavs. Plenty to talk about with the Red Sox, unfortunately. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was exciting. I don't know. I we're watching the whole thing unfold. The the uh, the last half hour has been great. So I don't know. I'm excited. No, listen. So I was so I was typing out some stuff pre-show, and uh, and I was I just started kind of writing down some questions that I was that I wanted to ask because I didn't want to forget. And I started writing them out as like as if the Celtics the Celtics were already up by like what 12 points was that their biggest lead tonight? They were up by 12. I was like, oh, they got this. They got this game in the fucking bag. So I started typing out like. Can the Celtics beat the Cavs in the next round? Is that a possibility? And then I was like, and then they started catching up, and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> this is gonna be one hundred percent on me if if they lose this game. Yeah, no, we we were all ready to blame you as well. Um, and at first <laughs> it was very upset because you know before the game I thought Celtics one and a half, and I was like, I'll grab that, that looks good. And then I was like, you know what, I feel really good about it. I'm gonna go grab Celtics two. Um, so the last few minutes of that game were like excruciating. They were very painful I, to the point where I was almost rooting for overtime. But, um, I look, yeah, you can move on to the Cavs, but I thought Philadelphia, actually, that was that was their best game of the series. You know, they, they didn't win, but they were actually decent down the stretch. Like, Dario Scharch reminded us why, you know, he's one of the best rookies in the league last year. And Embiid played pretty well. Simmons, I mean, it, it's amazing. Like, Philadelphia cracked their pants in so many games down the stretch in this series. But tonight, they actually look pretty good, so that that's a pretty impressive win for for the Celtics, even at home. Yeah, they looked they looked wicked good. But now, you know, I mean, I guess we can start it off with this. So obviously, people are talking about it going forward as the Celtics versus the 76ers being, you know, like the big, I, I want to say rivalry going forward because they're gonna they're two young teams, they're two up and coming teams who people are thinking are going to be nasty for a long while. So I mean. The Celtics just won this series, and this is essentially the 76ers team we're going to see going forward, unless, you know, they add LeBron James, which just wouldn't shock me this offseason because that's how that's how Boston sports go. We get excited, and then everything <laughs> crashes down. Um, but, well, I mean, yeah, but, but we can't complain too much. <laughs> no, no, you're right. You're right. But, I mean, I was Yeah, we ask, can. No, yes, we can. The Patriots <laughs> lost the Super Bowl. We can complain all we want. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tom, Tom, get off your high horse, pal. We have to, <laughs> we have to be upset. All right. But I mean, can the Sixers can the Sixers with the same team compete with the Celtics once they get Kyrie and Hayward back? Because this isn't even the best Celtics team that they're going to roll out. Uh, good point. This isn't the best team the Sixers are going to roll out either, because you have to assume that Simmons and Sharich going to um, be good. You know, Simmons is going to get better, uh, and Bede's going to get better. This is the first like almost full season he's played. I thought one of the things that you know, like he had a hard time with in this playoffs was uh, kind of just being in shape. You know what I mean? Like down the stretch, he just looked gassed. He looked winded. So I think that the, the further he gets into his career, he's going to be able to figure that out as far as conditioning and be a force throughout the game. Because there, there were just times where it seemed like he just was out of breath. But no, that, that's a fair point. And then I, I don't know, maybe maybe Markel Fultz does something. Uh, <laughs> maybe he becomes a factor at some point. He obviously wasn't in this series. But yeah, yeah, no, the Celtics would certainly have the upper hand, but I still think this Philadelphia team's on the rise. They they got a lot out of, you know, Sharich, 
I, I, I keep saying his name. I don't know why. He, he just impressed me tonight <laughs> because I guess we're arguing about it before the show. Michael Hawley's like, Dario Sharish, man, he's, he's not good. I just don't get it. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I thought he was pretty good at the end of last game. I thought he was pretty good tonight. So he, he kind of gets forgotten because he got Ben Simmons in Joel Embiid, but it, it's a young team, so they're going to continue to get better. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the fact that Boston beat them without their two best players, is that's pretty crazy. Tom, what do you make of Joel Embiid? Because, you know, I, I'm a basketball guy myself, and, you know, I love it because you always need somebody to hate. And between him and Ben Simmons, it's not going to be hard for the next 10 years. But, you know, he's, he makes it a rivalry. He makes it fun. And, yeah, they lost, and he partially he missed the game-winning shot at the end of that game, which he probably should have made. Um, what, what do you make of Joel Embiid as a character and as an NBA player? Okay, as a character, I like him. I like him. Uh, I like him a little less since this series started. I loved him during the regular season. I was like, this guy's calling out Rihanna on Twitter. I mean, he's having fun. Like, he just – he kind of seemed to get it. You know what I mean? He's just kind of embracing it and having fun with the social media, the post-game interviews, even when he's playing. I mean, that – once you got into the series – kind of the stuff with the Terry Rozier thing. He's like, oh, he tried to throw two punches at me, but he's too short. And it's like, oh, he didn't try to throw two punches at you. And maybe, maybe, I don't know, you could argue. Like, <laughs> maybe like half a swing on one of those. I don't know. <laughs> it, 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 you know, Terry. He's too short that. anyway, according to Embiid, so whatever. It, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I think he's a good character, great character. Um, as far as a player, too, I, it's just, I, I, guess, I think Holly was comparing him to Shaq. I think he's more like Anthony Davis, I think Anthony Davis, uh, obviously more athletic at this point, but Embiid's already shooting the three and with some success. And, and it, he had one shot. Was it game two when they were up by 22, where he had like this turnaround off one foot jumper that was all net? It was in the first half. And you just looked at it and you're like, okay, if he's making that shot, like you can't defend that. The guy's 7 2. He's, he's just so freaking good. But that being said, I thought Aaron Baines played out of his mind this series. Like, I didn't think Aaron Baines would be able to oh, match yeah. up with him at all. And physically, just he, he played a fantastic. They, they don't win the series without Aaron Baines. Yeah, and you know what? So, speaking of players that, you know, just, just really affected the series, Marcus Smart and Terry Rozier both, to me, like, they're, they're pivotal pieces. And honestly, a lot of these guys, the, the difference with the Celtics, in my opinion, is that, it's really, it's really a team game. A lot of these teams, like, look at the Cavs. The Cavs won. If they don't have LeBron James, they don't win that game. Uh, they don't win the series. The Celtics, it's a real team effort. But if you take away, if you take away Marcus Smart from that lineup, do you think the Celtics have a chance at winning that series against the Sixers? Or do you think Marcus Smart really was the pivotal factor for the Celtics beating the Sixers? Uh, I mean, they, they, I think they need Marcus Smart to win the series. But what makes that question interesting is when you go back to game one, they won without Jalen Brown. So when we're going into the series, like, right, can, can, can they win? If they don't have Jalen Brown, who you could also argue is their best player on this team with what they have right now, you know, behind Al Horford, but, you know, different players. So we said, nah, there's, you're not going to beat Philadelphia, who and – and I was – I don't know. I feel like I was in the majority when I thought that Philadelphia was going to win this series. I thought the Sixers would win the series before Jalen Brown was out. Then I heard Jalen Brown was out. I was like, oh, man. I mean, I, I don't know how you beat Philadelphia without Jalen Brown, but they still did. So I, I, I can see the argument. You obviously need all these guys at some point, but the fact that they, they won that first game without Jalen Brown, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, if they didn't have Marcus Smart, hard to say. You still have Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like one of those. I've only seen these shows a couple of times because once you've seen them, you've seen them every, every single one of them. But like the cooking shows where like they're given like eight random ingredients and then they have to make something out of it. And like Brad Stevens wins that competition every time. It's like he makes like filet mignon and like, you know, the most delicious dish out of like eight random ingredients with, with like 20 minutes on the clock. Like that, that's that's what he's doing right now with the Celtics roster. Um. So with with this team, is Brad Stevens the reason why they're winning? Like, is it any? Is it just because of that? Because we all know this league is primarily talent, right? It's it's everyone can always say you know coaches don't matter. Look at the Heat when Spolstra was there. You know they don't matter. But I I think they really are winning simply because Brad Stevens is in charge. Yeah, uh, and I think Spolstra has actually shown that he's a pretty damn good coach because I, I don't know. I thought that Miami roster was pretty terrible i didn't i certainly didn't think they would make the playoffs and 
you know, watching them down the stretch of the regular season, I was like, okay, this team's, I mean, they're playing hard. They're, they're, they're pretty good. Spolster's, he's legit. I, you can say the same about Brad Stevens. I think sometimes we maybe get carried away, uh, like I was just doing, that <laughs> it, it is, they've got some talent here, too. I mean, Al Horford's not a slouch, what, five-time All-Star. You got a couple number three overall picks with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. They're just, they're young. So you don't expect them to be as good as they are right now. So maybe Danny Ainge gets, you know, I think Danny Ainge deserves a ton of the credit as well, but I just, right now, I'm, I'm not taking any coach over Brad Stevens. I don't know about you guys, but he, he's the guy you want. Oh, absolutely not. You're right. There's no way there's not a chance in hell that I would take anybody else in this league other than Brad Stevens. He's just, he's incredible. He's, he's an absolute gamer. I mean, from yes. what I just watched with, did you guys hear he didn't even get a single vote for uh, coach of the year? Yeah, the coach's yeah, vote, yeah. which is asinine. Yeah, that's, right? that's fellow, true, fellow right? coaches didn't even give him a vote. Okay, so I, I'm not the only one that thought that was bizarre. No, Man. that was totally bizarre. It was just what was just as bizarre was that Doc Rivers did get a vote. <laughs> so I think <laughs> yeah. I, 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 Doc Rivers had to have voted for himself. No, Rivers must have voted for himself. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm over myself. Why not? <laughs> hey, so rolling into the next series, they obviously got the Cavs. It's a Celtics-Cavs rematch. You know, basic question, do you think that the Celtics are going to have a chance to beat – it's really – I want to say the Cavs. Do you think the Celtics are going to have a chance to beat LeBron James backslash mini font right here, Kevin Love? They'll have a better chance than they did last year. <laughs> I, don't, with that. I don't like the side. I, I hate the side. Uh, I mean, LeBron's been a wagon. I mean, yeah. like what he's, what he's done, not, not the first round against Indiana, but that second round against Toronto, they, they just, I mean, Toronto maybe quit a little bit too. You know, Cleveland basically broke their will in game one in Toronto, but that was that was ridiculous. LeBron's playing so well right now. It's until until you dethrone the king, he's still the king. It's kind of how I see it. Do they have a chance? Yes. I think it's going to be a competitive series. But if I had to pick a team to win the series, as it stands right now, I'd have to go with LeBron. And I, I'm not even going to say the Cavs. It's LeBron. It's just LeBron. Does it really matter who wins the East? I I don't know. I mean. You, you're, you're inclined to say no because the Warriors and even the Rockets are, are very good, although the Celtics, you know, I think match up okay with both. Just they, they give them both kind of problems. Um, it matters. Sure, it matters because especially if you're looking at a Celtics team that doesn't have a ton of experience on its roster, a lot of young guys, like each step you, you take, it's, it's invaluable. You know, that those, are, those are huge games. And maybe it also matters because I, I always look at it and say you never know. You never know if, like, Steph Curry is going to get hurt or Kevin Durant is going to get hurt. And all of a sudden, you know, the playing field just levels out a little bit. So, on paper, probably doesn't matter. But, yeah, it, it, it does. And, I, obviously, we'd love to see him move on. I don't know. Do you guys you guys realistically think the Celtics win this series? Like, you, would you feel like they are favored in this series? Against Cleveland? Yeah. <laughs> Against Cleveland. No. no, they're not going to be favored. I, they, were, they weren't even favored against the Sixers, Tom. <laughs> no, I know that, but you personally might have said, nah, I think the Celtics will beat the Sixers before the series started. Yeah. I don't think anybody I said was with that. you. I was, uh, I, 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 I was yeah, with you. This whole show was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're all realists and we're all proven wrong. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe you'll continue to prove us wrong. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I never thought they would get past Philly, to be honest. I kind of think already right now this is a win for the Celtics this season as a whole um just let the young guys get more experience but I don't know I could be wrong do you think that's pretty accurate or yeah no this is totally a win uh I thought they would struggle with Milwaukee they did and as you're watching that series you're like oh god I mean if they don't get out of the first round that's really gonna suck and uh you know they had to go seven games but they got it done Every every series from here on out, I mean, well, I shouldn't even say it that way because they're already to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, this is this season's totally been a win. I mean, we're talking about just looking, uh, pulling up some of the numbers from from tonight's game. Um, you're getting, you know, 25 points from Jason Tatum. <laughs> you didn't even know what, he wasn't even he, he wasn't even at the forefront of your minds a year ago from now. 
You know, he he didn't even look like you didn't know he had the number one overall pick. You're you're talking about Markel Fultz, whatever else. He had 25 points. He had Jalen Brown in his second year scoring 24, and it's just it's it's crazy what they've been able to do collectively and with Brad Stevens as a coach. I just it's it's all you're playing with house money at this point. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? I, I was playing with house money too when I was betting on the Bruins and then the Bruins killed me in the playoffs. <laughs> uh but hey, you know, I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter at all. Whatever. No. No, it's, it's fine. It's cool. You're uh, wearing you know, a Bruins jersey right now. So yeah, I do, you're yeah, a little I'm, bitter. No, I'm I'm actually I'm sweating profusely too. I didn't think this was going to be this hot. Um Hey, you know what, Tom? You want to talk a little bit of baseball? Because now I'm kind of gassed up right now. And, and, you know, the Celtics, they make me happy. They made me happy here. This Mm -hmm. is, you know, I didn't think they were going to be doing any of this. I didn't think they were going to get past the Sixers. Uh, You you know, the Red Sox, I think they're going to win tonight. I think they're they're up 6-5. to Hanley Ramirez hits a piss rocket into left field. And next thing you know, Craig Kimbrell comes into the eighth inning and blows the lead. Nothing to do with the question I wanted to ask you. Just just ranting about that. Uh, David Price, though. Okay, Tom, David Price, what do you think about this whole situation? Uh, do you play Fortnite? Or do you understand the obsession with Fortnite and this carpal tunnel thing? Just give me your thoughts on David. Oh, I don't, I don't want to say that word. David Price, just David Price. Okay, uh, I'll start with I there's a loaded question. Obsession. <laughs> I, I understand there's an obsession with Fortnite. I've never played Fortnite. I don't it's a good know game. what Fortnite looks like. Um, I've kind of, you know, I, I've kind of turned the corner. I don't really play video games much anymore. I have enough time. I, I waste enough time, you know, with other stuff. So, you know, I, I just I look back at those days and be like, God, I just spent like three or four hours playing video games. Um, and I find it kind of odd that you've got these major league baseball players who, uh, you know, it's like David Price. We're, we're about the same age who's, admitting you know to jim mccaffrey and the athletic that uh you know it's like sometimes they have to remember to take a 30 minute break to eat well take a 30 minute break from, <laughs> from playing fortnite to eat which i just i i mean that's good that's good that they're like scheduling it in there so they remember um shouldn't have to know. schedule in your meals yeah. <laughs> no 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 i mean what do you take a break for just like eat on the go come on guys like yeah that's <laughs> go next level uh we don't know if that's directly related to the carpal tunnel. If it is, huh. it's pretty, I mean, it's, it's hysterical and unforgivable at the same time. It's just like, <laughs> you've got to be kidding me. Like to think about the different athletes you have in Boston right now. You got Tom Brady who will do absolutely anything to gain an advantage who like won't even eat tomatoes. And then you've got, you know, uh, your, your star pitcher, all these, you know, your highest paid pitcher, who will be playing video games so much that it affects his ability to do his job. If those are connected, that's just ridiculous. It is. It's, um, I don't know. You, you almost can't even put it into words. And unfortunately for him, people are going to make that connection. True or not. Fair enough. Oh, that's oh absolutely. absolutely. It's, it's David Price. He's, he's under the microscope. Any move he makes, it's, I, that's what I don't think he realizes. Any move he makes, any dumb decisions decisions he makes, like I, this isn't even a dumb decision, but if this is the cause, he's going to get lambasted. I, that, I'm glad that word came to my head. Glad I got to say that word on the air. Lambasted. He's going to get lambasted by the fans. It's going to like... Oh, now you're not going like, to stop he, saying it. He's going to get lambasted by the fan base. He's got to... He's got to think about these things. He's hit your ass off, dude. Thirty-one million dollars a year. God damn. You know what's ridiculous is, uh, like in contracts, sometimes they have to write in like you're not allowed to play basketball or ride motorcycles or shit like that. If they have to start writing in that like you can't play video games more than like two hours a day in the contracts, it's or really else, nice. you know, or or else they can void them. I. I I guess it's 2018, but what are we doing? It's like a little contract. You cannot go to practice unless you pick up your room and stop playing video games. Yes. Yes. So Um, I I don't don't understand the Fortnite obsession, but I, I, you know, I, ah, God, I don't know. (laughs) Imagine, just imagine Alex Cora having to go back to the clubhouse mid game catches David Price playing video games. This is this is what I imagine as a real scenario. Not even like a not even like a real hypothetical. Like I this probably has already happened. Alex Cora's gotta walk back there and be like, David, 
Like, let's go. We're playing the Yankees right now in the Bronx. Why did you bring the Xbox? Why is the Xbox here? <laughs> David, you're on the mound. <laughs> what the controller yeah. now? Uh, I, I, can you imagine? It's just to be a, a major league manager these days. Uh, yeah, because we've been in, in the um, you know, been the clubhouse before. Guys will sit there. They'll play, they'll play video games. I haven't been in there this year. So I, the, the Fortnite obsession, uh, that's when did that start? Maybe like six months ago or something. But, I, you know, guys, guys are, like, relaxed. They're watching TV. They'll, they'll play video games a few hours before the game. It's not a big deal. They'll play cribbage. That was the old thing. They used to play cards. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, we'll play cards. Because at least at that point, you're not going to get addicted because you're like, all right, I'm sick of shuffling. So, you know, the card game ends. <laughs> you're like, I don't feel like shuffling. So let's just move on and do something else. We're not going to play for four hours or forget to eat. Um, there will yeah, never be a time It's a different world. The fact. I will, I will never forget my <laughs> No, it's I don't know how people yeah. can forget to eat. Yeah, generally people, you know, you, you, your body tells you you're they're like, yeah, we're hungry, and even when you're not <laughs> hungry, you're like, well, I'm hungry. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I could still eat. I could eat something. Um, Tom, this this team right now, in terms of the Red Sox, they are very much sliding a little bit here. Um, are they catching the Yankees at the wrong time? Are the Yankees this much better, and they're just finally figuring it out? Um, what do you make of this Red Sox Yankees series? Obviously, they already lost the series. They have one more game as we record this, but um, just what do you? What's your take on this team as they're sliding a little bit here, uh, coming into May? Uh, they look pretty exposed. They look really exposed to me, actually. Um, you you didn't have Chris Sale pitching in this series, which you know that's unfortunate. But it's been, I, I think, the most glaring difference between the two teams is the bullpen, and it was in the first game of the series when you can't figure out who you want to throw in the eighth inning and you got Joe Kelly coming in with the bases loaded, um, giving up the, the go ahead single. Then the next night you're like, okay, we got a six, five lead. Yeah. Matt Barnes. It was Matt Barnes who put him on the corners tonight. I was like, oh, of, course, of course it was. Red Sox. Yeah, like, we're still doing TV. We're still trying to do like a show while it's going on. Cause everyone's watching. Well, I was watching, I was watching you guys. You guys were watching the game as you guys were on TV. Like, you, oh, you guys man. were all reacting. Michael was like, pass it, pass it, pass it, pass it. It was like he was in his living yeah. room. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I, I told him, I was like, guys, I'm going to be on the Loose Change podcast, so I need to watch the game. So we're not doing a show. We're, if you want to put the TV in, we're fine. We'll do that. But I need to be able to watch the game. So, no, but I, I, we're kind of still trying to figure out what we're doing when everyone else is watching. But it's nice to know that someone was tuned in for that. That is actually, you know, yeah. feel good about that. I'm going to let the guys know that. Um, but it, as far as – so Matt Barnes put runners on the corners, and then you bring in Craig Kimball with one out in the eighth inning. I, I don't know if he, how long he'd been warming up at that point because I know our guy, Evangelic, has been all over that. He's like, you got to bring Craig Kimbrell into the high-leverage situations. You have to do it. Well, there's the eighth inning. He even said maybe the seventh inning last night, which I think is, that's too soon. But, you know, they bring him in in the eighth inning. And what does he do? He gives up a two-run double or triple to Brett Gardner. I mean, Brett Gardner. I mean, that's – as soon as that happened, you're like, oh, God. So the Yankees go up by one, and then the two-run home run. It's like now you almost feel like we're not going to see Craig Kimbrell in an eighth-inning role until like i don't know september october i honestly i how, how are you gonna go back to it the guy kind of made it seem like he didn't like that rule already now it feels like he kind of threw him right into it uh in a bad spot tonight and he gives up the lead i just so the biggest difference between the two teams is the bullpen and the red sox were very much exposed over the first two games of this series and uh yeah i think the yankees are a better team and if you look at their records and the fact the yankees are now in first and i don't know they just so many people put out there the symmetry. Red Sox start off great. Yankees start off like crap. Then the Red Sox slid. Yankees took off and just like the numbers are, are crazy how they were just, you know, they're just opposite, but the symmetry's there. I think New York's the better team. And I think they were all along. Um, Red Sox could be without David Price for some time. And I, I, I just don't know what they're doing with the eighth inning. And then they still have to figure out what they're going to do about Jackie Bradley Jr. and the outfield and everything else. It's good to see Mitch Moreland out there. Get the two-run home run early, because then you know that that will vindicate all the people been, you know, clamoring to get Mitch Moreland in lineup over uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. But your catchers still can't hit, so you've got some holes there, some needs for sure. You, oh my God, that that bottom two of the lineup, it was for for the longest time. It's just been it's just been a momentum kill. You have two guys who are pride prided on their defense, right? Like that's that's what they're the two type of guys. If you hit two thirty. Your defense is so good. 
that, you know, you really don't even have to care about it. But, like, God damn, get your average over 200 at least. At yeah. least over 200. It's like, it's like National League. It's like you're hitting the pitcher. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not so bad. <laughs> it really is. It's insane. And, you know, hey, Tom, I'm glad you brought up Evan Drellick, too. Evan Drellick, you know, friend of the show, friend of the program. We've had him mm-hmm. on before. Evans is the man. I oh, heard him say that. I've heard him say that too. The seventh inning thing. I heard him. I think it was. Yeah. It was to you. The seventh inning yeah. thing. When he said that, I was like, "Whoa, what the <laughs> fuck? Seventh inning for yeah. Craig Kimbrell?" <laughs> yeah, no, we're not doing that. I, I'm. I'm okay with the eighth of the ninth. If you want to bring him in the seventh, you can do that in a postseason game, yeah. like in, in an elimination situation. Fine. I'm. I was okay with the eighth inning stuff. I. Again, I didn't see like how it unfolded. I don't know if he was like warming up, got a chance to warm up or, or what, but I mean, you shouldn't, yeah, you shouldn't need to bring him in in that situation. You, you kind of hope that Matt Barnes or someone else can, they, they just don't have anything any guy right now. You're hoping someone just emerges. And unfortunately, I, I don't know. You don't, you don't have it. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows if what Thornburg's going to look like too, when he comes back, but Hey, you know, final, final question, then we'll let you go. Uh, general question, Red Sox, Yankees, it's it sucks to ask this question right now because I think I know what my answer is because this is because because right now everything is swaying in one direction. But who wins the AL East, Red Sox, Yankees? I think oh. the Yankees do. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, you, you didn't even have to say Yankees by that pause. <laughs> <laughs> and somewhere Jack yeah, drops no, the last corner. Yeah, it's it's gonna be Yankees because they'll also be able to get something at the trade deadline because they have more pieces. Yeah. That's the other thing that you got to keep in mind. Like, they're going to look at this and say, all right, we got a two, three game lead. It's late July. We're going to go out. I don't even know who's available. It's way too early to look at that, but they're going to make the moves they need to to strengthen their rotation. And their bullpen's already better. So, I, I got to think the Yankees. The Yankees are going to take the division, which is too bad. Red Sox could be one of the best three or four teams in baseball, and they'll be playing in a one game wild card. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know what? This is like, this is just making baseball so much more fun again. But, hey, Tom, thank you so much for coming on tonight, man. Really appreciate it. Hoping we can get you back on again at some point soon. It's always a great time when you come on, even though this is the second time. But so far, we're two for two and having a good time. Yeah, no, we're having a great time. You know, the Celtics win the way they did. That kind of erases how ugly that Red Sox loss was. And, I mean, this is this is like my peak time. I know it's late for you guys, so I appreciate you staying up late. <laughs> but, uh, you know, this is, this is I, I won't go to bed for another four hours. So this is awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, no. I mean, me and Kevin were texting. We're like, we're getting up at 5 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> oh, same. <God>. Yep. <laughs> Follow him on Twitter at on the tweet machine at Tom Giles NBCS. Catch him on Boston Sports tonight. You know, I've said it multiple times. We've had a few guys on now from just NBC Sports Boston in general. Follow him on Twitter at NBC at Tom Giles NBCS. And then once again, catch him on Boston Sports tonight. NBC Sports Boston Monday through Friday 9 p.m to midnight so you know unless right now when there's a post game going on but tom giles once again thank you so much for coming on tonight man really appreciate it hope to talk to you soon it was a great time all right thanks man appreciate it see you guys later yeah we'll talk yeah thanks (laughs) oh no hey i i love having tom on though tom's the man tom's Tom's one of the good ones yeah tom Tom is one of the good ones he uh i'm glad we got to have him on for longer because we thought we were only gonna get him for like 10 minutes so uh so little kevy baby how was your first interview a coochie coochie coo Oh man, I I honestly, dude, I honestly was just kind of like, kind of shell shock. You know what I mean? Not gonna lie, like I came in thinking it would be like the last one where we just kind of go just talking, and just I don't know, kind of cool to talk to a guy like that. We're professionals now, baby. We get uh, shit done, baby. Yeah, we hey, have a, rookie, we have a rookie. store. I'm not like Tatum, all right. I don't have a. Uh, can't just step up to the game like that, I guess. <laughs> Markel Fultz. <laughs> oh, yeah, Markel, yeah. yeah right. That's that's fair. Right that's, fine, baby. That's fair. That's fair. You know what I mean? Kevin, go fix your mechanics. <laughs> go hey, whoa, I can, see, I can see Jared on here. All right, guys, once again, I almost just ended the show. Tom Giles, <laughs> at Tom Giles NBCS on Twitter. Boston Sports Tonight, NBC Sports Boston, Monday through Friday, 9 p.m to midnight so let's roll on baby let's roll into the weekly dump the weekly dump Uh -uh. we need some music going into this Uh -uh. i want to get some more music into the show period that's something i want to talk to pat about with i don't want it to be your voice though stop it 
I had I had most of the sound effects myself because I'm a pro when it comes to sound effects. Half the time, I guarantee you, half the time, nobody can even tell it's me making the sound effects. That's a yeah. fact. You have a better luck adding sound effects with your voice than you do on a computer, so good for you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, Etro, uh, this is this is the headline I wrote. Etro uh, doesn't know who Tom Brady is. Okay, let me read more about that. So Tom Brady... Kevin, let me. You know the show Weekly Dump. This is this is topics from the week, hot topics from the week. Uh, Etro doesn't know who Tom Brady is. Uh, this is a quote from I forget where it came from, so I'm not going to cite you. Whatever. Uh, one morning in spring training, 2017, he was in the coach's room. This is Etro looking at his cell phone text messages. Etro told the coaches about one message he had received from a number who he didn't recognize. The guy said he'd gotten Etro's number from A Rod and that he wanted to come meet him and study his stretching system. What's the guy's name? Asked one of the coaches. Israel scrolled to the end of the text. Some guy named Tom Brady. Who the fuck is Tom Brady? Israel, <laughs> <laughs> this is last spring training. So this is spring training 2017. Israel allegedly doesn't know. Israel's a character, man. Israel allegedly doesn't know who Tom Brady is. This is also the same guy who claimed for years that he didn't speak English well, and he speaks perfectly well. <laughs> he speaks great. I was, I was just going to say that. Didn't he say like a while back he doesn't speak English? He said that for the <laughs> longest time that he didn't speak English, and he just speaks clear as day English. It's like he's not even from Japan. It's just he speaks clear as day English. Uh, Blue Jays closer Robert Usuna. Arrested on Tuesday for assaulting a woman. I don't know. I didn't read much in that story. Don't know if it's his girlfriend. Don't know if it's his wife. Whatever it is. Robert is doing arrested on Tuesday for assaulting a woman. Dwayne Casey. We talked We talked about this for a little bit. Dwayne Casey, coach of the Raptors, was picked by his fellow coaches in the NBA as coach of the year. Brad Stevens didn't receive a single vote, which is asinine. <laughs> Idiot. Literally so dumb. Like that just the fact that Brad Stevens didn't get a single vote tells you that that thing just it doesn't it's it's got no validity. None. The Brad Stevens is the best coach in the NBA, and that's a fact. There are uh, reports that Dwayne Dwayne could lose his job in Toronto. Exactly, Dwayne Casey might be getting be, fired. Dwayne Casey might get canned. I thought he already years. did. I no, thought he no. did. Yeah, but oh, he might. Oh, he might I get thought fired. they canned him. No way. Uh, Once the real vote comes out, if Dwayne Casey wins, that's a joke because he literally might get fired. You can't be coach of the year if you were bad enough to be fired. Uh, I wrote. I wrote this is this is exactly how I wrote wrote this uh, headline. Tom Brady and Giselle rock the Met Gala. G- dot 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 Giselle. Jesus. Oh man, Giselle. Woo. And then Brady. Brady not as good. Brady. I hate to admit it. Brady's got some plastic surgery going on. He's got some Botox in that face. <laughs> Brady's Brady's yeah, not looking that, that good. He's got Botox. That come out of TV twelve. Face. No, I know, but Jesus, like his his face is looking rough. Uh, Red Sox top pitching. This is sad news. Not today. Red Sox top pitching prospect Jason Groom will undergo Tommy John surgery and will miss the rest of the season. Talk about any collateral that you were thinking about trading for a big time move. Jason Groom done for the year. Although you can't trade Jason Groom because he's literally the last pitching prospect you have in the system. Uh, the Marlins and Cubs bench is cleared and Chris Bryant tickled Starlin Castro, which is hilarious. If you watch the video, Chris Bryant literally tickles Starling Castro in the middle of this little this little shoving match at home plate. Almost as good uh, as Brad Marchand licking someone's face. Yeah, Brad Marsh, that was the next one. Brad Marchand has officially had the word come down from the NHL, stop licking people. Marchand, I forget if it was today or yesterday, Marchand was like, all right, I'm going to stop. I can't keep embarrassing my team. Essentially, that's what he said. He's not uh, no, he will not stop. Mark Ingram suspended for the first four games of the season for PEDs. And you know what that means, baby? He's going to drop in fantasy football, and I'm going to get him in the eighth round. Let's go. Uh, NHL playoff update. Lightning smoked the Bruins advance to take to, take on the Capitals in the East. Golden Knights will either play the Jets or the Predators following game seven. And I don't know if you guys have watched any of the Jets versus Predators. That series is electric. Wild. That series is electric. Uh, NBA. NBA, we know now. Uh, the West is the Rockets and the Warriors in the in the Western Conference Finals. Eastern Conference Finals, Cavs versus Sixers. Realistically, it's probably going to be Cavs versus Warriors. But hey, you never know. The Rockets, pretty good team. Not really a playoff team, but you never know. Chris Paul, is this Chris Paul's first time in the Western Conference Finals? Yep. That is a joke. That guy had DeAndre Jordan and Blake Griffin. Yeah. This is his first time past the second round ever. That's a joke. He's got a choke. He's going to yeah. choke somehow. He will. You, the Warriors are going to win the finals. Let's not kid ourselves. Yeah. All right. 
first topic before we honestly this this isn't going to last that long because again great interview with tom giles great interview with tom giles david price huh david fortnite david i i need to i need to jump in on that like david fucking price you guys david david numb fingers price david phalanges price this motherfucker his fingers go numb again right before his new york start we need we need him to pitch his balls off in the bronx the red sox are on the brink at the time and we already know what the result is at the time of recording but you know we know you need david price to pitch his balls off in game two just kidding. Guy's not going to pitch. He's going to go to Boston and get his phalanges checked out because they keep going numb on him. Okay? A, okay. Nick, can I tell you what a bitch David Price is? Because, look, I still want him to succeed. I'm rooting for David Price. Of but course you want, you want the, Red Sox, the Red Sox to succeed, so you want him to succeed. I mean, I want him to succeed. I mean, my fantasy team is named The Price is Right, for crap's sake. Like, come on. But, yeah, look. Back in- yeah, but look, here's the deal. You have Drew Pomeranz pitching with, like, a hangnail, bloody everywhere. And in baseball, that might as well be a punctured lung in hockey. Like, that, like it's just what it is. David Price won't even go on the mound. And now, apparently, they're talking about getting him, like, a hand warmer, like Brady wears on Sundays. Um, I so don't he's, know. So he's got carpal tunnel. Before, before I roll on, that's what it is. He's got carpal tunnel. And now there's, there's a— there's apparently reports that that carpal tunnel might be because he plays too much Fortnite. So now that we have the clear picture, Kevin, let's go. Hit me with that news. Hit me with that opinion, baby. It 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 blows my mind. You guys hit it square on the head. This is the conversation you have with 13-year-old Where in the dick. I I literally coach an AU 13-year-old AU team. We have to tell the kids to stop playing Fortnite. They're parents are telling us they're up all night playing Fortnite. These kids are 13, not 32. You know, like it it blows my mind and we need him to succeed. I want him to succeed because he has a player option. The only way he's getting more money is if he pitches well and can opt out. Other than that, he's going to be here for a while. No one's going to want him to trade. So what are you going to DFA him? I mean, it, it blows my mind. He's – I'm speechless when it comes well, to him. Well, that's the thing. So if even if he doesn't opt out after this year and if he doesn't come back, there's still – it's it's May 9th, okay? It's May 9th. There's still a chance that this guy's going to come back and pitch his balls off. We saw him do it last year. He showed up in a relief role, and he pitched so well. He was one of the catalysts for the fact – for the, the reason the Red Sox – or actually, I guess they only won one game, but he pitched his ass off in the playoffs, pitched his ass off towards the end of the regular season. The guy he was great coming out of the bullpen. I don't want to see him in the bullpen at all. I think he's going to be – if he goes back to the bullpen, he is the softest little whiny bitch that's ever come through no. Boston. He, he is More soft. than Carl Crawford. More than Carl Crawford. So I, I uh, heard the news of him getting carpal tunnel on the sports hub today with Felger and Maz. Yep. I think that it's fucking hilarious that people think that he got carpal tunnel from playing fucking Fortnite. He is a professional baseball pitcher. His job is to contort his fingers. His job is to contort his fingers around a baseball and throw it 80 to 90 miles an hour 80 times a game. You're telling me that isn't going to give you carpal tunnel, but playing a fucking xbox controller for two hours well, a day well why don't is... why don't more why don't more pitchers get carpal tunnel dude they do you, he doesn't probably he do. doesn't even contort his fingers he doesn't even contort his fingers he's a he's throws cut he's throws cutters That's you're, his still, main you're still you're still your, you're still holding your fingers around the ball and squeezing the ball and dude he practices with his hands he uses his hands it's the only thing he uses are his hands yeah he uses his hands to jerk off too <laughs> he Nothing. The fact that, the fact that they're attributing it to Fortnite is ridiculous, dude. There was, like, what? Like, a couple pieces early in the season about how they play it? Alex Cora went on, well, I think he was on EEI today, and he was, and they That's asked where he him, broke the carpal tunnel news, is EEI. Yeah, and, he, and they asked, how'd he get it? And he was like, he's a fucking baseball player. He uses his hands to play baseball. Like, dude, I've, I've played video games my entire life. I don't have carpal tunnel from playing 
fucking Xbox games. But it could be a mixture. It could be a mixture because the uh, from I what think the it's report, fake news. From what the reports are, he plays a lot of Fortnite. Like he doesn't just play Fortnite, he plays the fuck out of Fortnite. He plays Fortnite. And it, I mean it could be a mixture cuz you you're right, he does contort his fingers to throw these balls, but I mean at the same time He's doing that. He's doing all this work, and then on his off days, he's sitting back in the clubhouse playing video games. I mean, I Nick, just, we just found out that you can be Thanos in Fortnite now. So, like, that's a yeah, little blast. Which is fucking crazy. I don't know if you guys have seen the the Thanos videos yet on Fortnite. Yeah, you know, David Price is all about that. And, and listen, Fortnite, it's a great game. It is a great game. It's tough. Never not played to play. a minute of it. Never well, played one minute out. of it. Yeah, well, you're a schmuck. Okay, you are a schmuck. I, dude, I'm busy. I, okay, I have a job I have to focus on. Maybe David Price should take some advice from me and focus on what he's <laughs> supposed to be doing for a living. No, I realistically, mean, realistically, no, you're right. But realistically, David Price, schmuck right now. Uh, yeah, do we, we all want him to come back, back and succeed. If he yes. can come back and succeed, he said back in October he thinks 2018 is going to be his best year ever. Yeah. It's <laughs> you not, said, not, not to great. a hot start there, David. Not great. <laughs> Not great. But he did. But no, wait. He did, though. The first couple of starts, he came out, and he was throwing the ball. The ball had weight movement on it. And it was like, all right, maybe this is the David Price that killed us down in Tampa to begin his career. Maybe. And then he goes into Fenway, gets rocked by the Yankees, and all of a sudden, oh, my hand hurts. Dude, Pedro Martinez is on on uh, MLB Network today, he said, you have to go out there with the mentality of finishing what you start. David Price doesn't have that mentality at all. He's softer than puppy shit, all right? Come on. I Well, that's I, why that, I, don't buy, I don't buy the whole um, cold weather thing that they were trying to sell us either because it, on April 5th, he pitched. It was, it was winter. It was legitimate, like, mid. It was glacier temperatures outside. And he pitched his ass off there. That In that game, April 5th, Tampa Bay, was that opening day? That might have been opening day. He allowed three hits in seven innings pitched. So I don't buy the cold thing. I just think he. I just think when he has a bad outing in Boston, he gets worried, he gets anxious, and he, he gets taken out. I, just, I think that's just how he is now at this point. He's and pitched in three cold cities, Boston, Detroit, Toronto. What, I, think, I think it's the Boston fans. I, think that's, I really yeah. think that's what it is. Yeah, because Boston fans don't let him get by. Like no. everywhere else he's been, let look where he's been. Tampa Bay. Yeah, we ain't suck. We ain't sucking your dick, Tampa. pal. Like Detroit, no one gives a shit about baseball in Detroit. Toronto, they care, but meh, only when the team's kind of good. And even then, they're Canadian, so they're really. We ain't nice sucking people. that penis. We ain't not sucking that. penis. Lacrosse is actually uh, Toronto's or Canada's natural um, sport, not hockey. I found that out the other day. Canada can suck my ass, and so can lacrosse. So can lacrosse. Lacrosse. All right, yeah, dude. F F lacrosse. F lacrosse. Baseball Uh, guy, baby. Till I die. Let's go. Yeah, baseball guy. Unless I'm watching basketball, then I'm a basketball guy. (laughs) Unless I'm watching Tom Brady, then I'm a Tom Brady guy. Yeah, and then then I'm then I'm strictly a Tom Brady guy. And if I'm watching hockey during the playoffs, I'll be a hockey guy. I'm a Uh, big fan of Brad Marchand licking people. Just on that, a big fan of it. Should have been on last. Oh wait, we didn't have a show last week. Oh damn. Speaking of technical difficulties last week, that's why we didn't have a show. It got erased. All right, next topic. Um, who wins the AL East? We'll finish this up quick. Who wins the AL East? Yankees, Red Sox. Yanks. <sighs> Sox. Damn. Sox. I got. I got. I got to I got to go Yankees, man. And I got to go Yankees right now on May 9th. And we just got to talk about Yankees Red Sox real quick, and then we'll end the show. Back though, the Yankees. Oh my God, these bats, these bats. You go through this lineup. The difference between the Red Sox Yankees lineup is once you get near the end, you're kind. You kind of feel safe. And I mean, if you're a Yankees fan, you feel safe. You get to you get to the bottom. You get to Christian Vasquez. It's almost an automatic out at this point. If Jackie Bradley's in the game, it's almost an automatic out at this point. So. I just you look at the Yankees lineup and it happened to Craig Kimbrell. Craig Kimbrell, regardless of what Connor Ass Clown Strayer, who writes for Couch Guy Sports, thinks, Craig Kimbrell is one of the best 
closers, if not the best American League closer. That's just a fact. Yes. The, yes. the guy, the guy pitches gas. And like, and you know what? We're Boston fans. They get they get on the closer because they remember Jonathan Papelbon in 07. Nobody's gonna be like Papelbon in 07, where he's literally just an animal striking. Well, you out. had 04. You had Folk in 04. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pa- so we were, we were spoiled. We were spoiled. Papelbon was a freak in 07, but I'm saying yeah. that's what most people remember. Even Craig Kimbrell had a tough time pitching to Brett Gardner and Aaron Judge. Like, that's your top two in the Yankees lineup is Brett Gardner and Aaron Judge. And then you got to follow that up with Gary Sanchez, Didi Gregorius, and Giancarlo Stanton. Like, regardless of what the last four people are, I don't care because that top five is – it's one of the best I've ever seen. And then you're probably going to end up with uh, Manny Machado with the deadline. No, Put him shut, in that lineup. Shut up. Shut up. No, LA's, LA's going to end up with Manny. Going to the Dodgers. Yep. LA's going to end up with Manny. But does he stay there then? I, no, I, no, I, no, no. They'll let him walk, but they need to replace uh, what's his name, Seager, who got hurt. Yeah. Or yeah. Seager's out for the year. Machado's going to go to L.A. He'll walk next year and go to New York, and New York will win the next ten championships. It's fine. I don't think. So. <laughs> I I don't think so. They, Kevin, they, don't be a homer right now. Don't be a homer. No, no. St- All right. How many times a year does Aaron Judge strike out? A lot. Uh, how, many times does he play, how many times a year does he play Yankee Stadium? Yeah, but okay, so you got Judge. I hate that right and, field. Hate it. Oh, I hate the whole stadium. It just feels like you're in like a bubble, like a really, it, really it's, tiny. It's a little league park. It's a little league park. And if you guys remember back to, Ooh. I know, I know, Quags does. I talk with Bongo all the time. The kid. Oh, Bongo unfollowed me. Yeah, <laughs> Bongo got so pissed at me on Twitter one night. He unfollowed me. Who's Bongo? He used to write for us before you. Oh. He wrote for us for oh, that, like fuck that guy. I don't know, a couple months. He was a no. Yankees guy. Yeah. He was our Yankees guy. We had a Yankees guy. And I we don't want with, any more Yankees guys. And big, like biggest Yankees fan. I was like, Bongo, you live in a in a little league park. Stands two home runs yesterday. Aren't home runs anywhere else? No, no. that bounces off the bounces off the wall in left field in Fenway, and it's not making it out of right in Fenway. That's a fact. Well, that's why that's why this is can be this is going to be close because the the series itself season wise is going to be a close race because of the fact that you know you don't play every game against the Yankees in New York like Fenway Park will help neutralize that but they still get half of their games at a ballpark that's made for little leaguers so that right there makes that power that Quags is talking about that much more of a big deal. That's why Stanton going to the Yankees in the first place is such a problem because it takes 50 homers and makes them like 80. Yeah, but I'm I'm big on your yeah, middle of the order is going to strike out combined 600 plus times a year. That's a problem. If you have two 40 home run guys, who cares? It's 600 outs just by striking out where our middle of the order at least is putting the ball in play. If you go back, but if you give me two forty home run guys, on top of the fact that their bullpen is a lot better than yours. All right. So wait, the Astros won it last year, right? Yep. Go back. Go back and look at their numbers the year before. They struck out a ton. They cut down the number of strikeouts. They go on to win the World Series. Didn't change much of their team, but it contributes to that fact. I, I don't think like I literally think it's going to be game one sixty two. Down to the wire, and socks freaking get lucky on something. But it's gonna be close. I just I gotta stick with my guys, you know. I, mean, I, I still think the Astros are gonna win the World Series this year. Oh yeah, yeah. But the, the Astros, the Astros, like I forget that they have Garrett Cole, and then I see Garrett Cole. I, I keep forgetting for them. they have Justin Verlander still. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> in my head it was a rental. Like he's not there yeah. anymore. No, their 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 rotation wagon. Cole, yeah, Cole Verlander and Keiko. Holy shit. <laughs> like, I think well, we're people not... forgot about Keiko and all of this. Yeah, yeah, I think people sleep because, on their bullpen. Because Cole, because yeah, Cole no, you're right. Their bullpen's nasty, too. Oh, yeah, the whole team is nasty. Whole... They have Altuve, the little midget that could, who just can do everything. Like, that team is untouchable, and they're becoming what the Yankees were. And they're, like, prime, if you want to call it that. Like, this yeah. team is young, and they're going to win championships. It's like the Boston Celtics. Of Major League Baseball. They're just going to win championships forever. All right. Well, we got it. We got it. We got it. I think that's around the 45-minute mark. Uh, yeah, we're gonna. We're just going to We're gonna end the show here. It's midnight now. It is officially Thursday, May 10th. Kevin's getting up in five hours. I'm getting up in five hours. I'm going to be cooked tomorrow. But it was worth it because it was a good show. 
Yeah. 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 Oh, but 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 Pat means uh Pat means the greeny green. Pat means the J.R. Smith hitting that green. What's up? Actually, you know, hold on. before before I end the show, real quick, I forgot to mention something. So I wrote a blog on this today, um, over on CouchGuysSports.com, and so I get a call from this woman that I know, and she goes, she goes, did you hear? Or did you write about, like, the newest world record holder for something? And I was like, what are you talking about? And then she was like, she's telling me her son, who goes to BU, I don't know if you saw the story, he broke the the world record for the mile while juggling today, or, or on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a blog about Electric. it. He ran a mile while juggling, and he ran a mile while, literally while... Four minutes and forty three seconds point two, while juggling. That's what I said. I don't even know how to respond to that. Like, why would anyone one try that? And two, like, think to try it. And two, like, do it. He beat the record by point six seconds. The last one was four minutes forty three seconds point eight. How do you find out you can do that? There's a record for literally everything. Oh my god! How do you find out you can do that? That blows my mind. Jared's right. There's a record for literally everything. Barcel wrote a blog. <laughs> Barcel wrote a blog about like woman breaks world record for burpees without doing any actual burpees, and they they posted the video, and like she never stood all the way up. It was hilarious. I recommend going to check that video out. But anyway, that's the show. Couchcast Sports Loose Change Podcast episode. I hope this is 58 because we're talking like this is episode 58. Episode 58 in the books. Thank you, Tom Giles. Tom Giles is going to – I can I can feel it. He's going to be a regular guest on the show. He's our guy. I like Tom Giles a lot. Great host. Once again, at Tom Giles NBCS and watch him on Boston Sports tonight, Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. to midnight. Jared, Kevin, producer Pat, Couch Guys Sports, Let's Change Podcast, episode 58. Go check out the store. Two, by the way. The store just opened this week. We're selling merch now. We are selling merch, baby. We're selling everything. We're selling t-shirts. We're selling snapbacks. We're selling beanies. We're selling sweatshirts. We're selling everything. Go check out the store. Rate, subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, follow us, like us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Sports. Help the show grow. Go buy some stuff at the Couch Guy Sports store. That's it. Loose Change Podcast, episode 58 of the books. We'll see you next week. <laughs>